Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, welcome to A Thousand Moms Talk. And we are in late August of 2018. A momentous week. Um, aren't they all, Ray, momentous? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No well, that. again, happy birthday to my colleague, Dr. Ray. We had a great, great time last night celebrating. It was very classy, very, 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 uh, very nice gathering of family and friends, and you should be very proud of uh, the way it came off. It was, it was just relaxing and <clears throat> celebratory in these dim, dim times. Believe me, it was a, a real pick-me-up for me. And I would just want to thank you and happy birthday again. And oh. I'm glad. Uh, thank you. I'm glad thank you. We... Thanks for your, honoring us with your presence. It made all the difference in the world. And it was a whole lot oh, of fun. Sure. You were a big part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Ray, this week... Uh, uh, that was the week that was, right? That was the David Frost show, TW, TW, TW. I watched that in high school. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, all right. Well, I, I want to do a couple of things today. We were just talking about pre-show. I, I, I want to just sort of summarize the madness, the madness, and uh, I hope we're breaking through to uh, the other side. I think that's the Doors song break on through to the other side. Um, we had, we had uh, indictments, we had guilty pleas, and uh, talk of impeachment is, is rate rising. Um, but I also want to talk, um, interesting article from the Atlantic about the psyche of a Trump voter who watches Fox News and why they will never change. Never. Interesting. <laughs> And then finally, I want to talk about the the gay mayor who just possibly, just likely is running for president in 2020. Um, uh, Wouldn't that be amazing? Um, He's a a mayor from a a town in Indiana, and he's on Obama's very short list of people he would like to see run. And... um, I can't, I can't wait to talk about that. It's uh it's it would be nice to have some good news. Some good news. So, um Ray, let me uh give you your introduction. You are the longtime co-host, longtime host, executive producer, cleared engineer for Homo Radio, which has successfully uh served as a as a a hub for the online and on the radio air for the gay community here in the Albany capital region and around the world now, really. And uh, that's Sundays, 10 a.m. 
to 2 p.m. Eastern Time, WRPI.org, 91.5 locally, and on the Internet everywhere, Apple TV, iTunes. And uh, I keep forgetting that, that new service you're on, that new platform that folks Quest, can listen. Quest for any, Life. Yeah, Quest for Life. Quest for Life. Network. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, catch Dr. Ray then and um, and come back here. And listen. we're also on iTunes. I keep forgetting to mention that, but we're also on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, so, Ray, this week um, we had Manafort go into the slammer, um, guilty on eight counts of, of tax fraud and and um, should have been 18, all 18 counts, but one <clears throat> Trumpist uh, juror hung, um, created a hung jury on 10 counts. Uh, just one single vote, that's all it takes to, to get a hung jury. Um, and then even more interestingly, um, at the same time, this this both of this broke on Tuesday, and. I, I mean, it was like uh, Christmas in in July, except we're in August. Um, uh, uh, Michael Cohen walked into uh, uh, Manhattan Grand, uh, I believe it was the Southern District of New York. Well, he walked into the federal courthouse and pled guilty to all of that Stormy Daniels stuff, the illegal payments, and on on the seventh and eighth plea, he indicted Mr. Trump. Mr. was uh, named as um, assisting in the um, commission of a crime, the payment of these funds to uh, several porn stars. Ray, at some point, the details just sort of gloss over you. Do you find that? Oh, it's like a wave. It really is. It just washes over the the beach of Misbehavior, Sanity. illegal behavior, you name it. Ah, <laughs> oh, and 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 they're going to. <laughs> I think it was yesterday. Um, his bookkeeper and some other thug who works for Trump got immunity, and they're going to un- unravel his filthy, shady business doings over. 30, 40 years, and it ain't going to be pretty. <laughs> I, I, do you remember the other one? I, it was his bookkeeper and somebody else. Oh, the guy at the National Enquirer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pecker. <laughs> yeah, what Mr. Was, Pecker. Uh, <laughs> Peck, yeah, what did MSNBC say? Pecker's going to leak? Uh, they, they say that. They're squeezing Pecker they did pretty say good. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. What a name to, well, to yeah. so you know who's lurking in the uh, shadows is Big Gray Squirrel. <laughs> is who? Big Gray Squirrel. Who who who's yet to be no, named. Who's that? <laughs> oh, yet to oh, be named. Okay. It's it's sort oh, of like a deep well, throat, you know. They have a big gray squirrel. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Well last night we were talking about uh Natasha and Bo and Bullwinkle Bullwinkle J. Moose and Squirrel, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> we were. There was yeah, we're going to have to keep... 
Oh, my God. It would make you go belly up. Exactly what you're describing. Pictures worth a thousand words. <laughs> <laughs> well, MSNBC apparently, well, apparently, I'll say, ran a, one of those chirons, the, the, the uh, underneath uh, scroll that goes underneath the picture. Um, and it said that... Um, uh, it, it said uh, 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 Trump's pecker uh, to leak or something like that. Um, <laughs> that's a classic one. I wonder if he ever considered a name change. Uh, well, I shouldn't. <laughs> I don't besmirch people for their birthright, but geez, like with a name like Pecker, you go to the National Enquirer. That's that's a that's an odd career choice. But anyway, well, what he was doing... Education. Oh, I'm sorry. There are studies in education that indicate those very rare names cause severe psychiatric problems later on. So maybe you should have really? changed his name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Um, so he runs the National Enquirer. And uh, if it's not the number one red newspaper, it's close to the number one in this country which is really kind of remarkable if folks wonder how we got Fox News. Um, uh, the National Enquirer has been uh, at the forefront of scummy journalism. I don't even call it journalism, just scummy reporting for, for years. You know, aliens, two-headed, three-headed aliens, and, you know, the, the yeah, stuff the you see in the... Stories. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Yeah, the stuff you see at the supermarket checkout and, and um well that's that's the well, free you, press. you do know that that's our loyal our loyal leader said that to his base that they should give the um you know, the inquirer the Nobel Peace Prize and that they've been cheated for many years out of this great honor. And that's a quote. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't I'm know. Not kidding. I, I my life, I've seen a few people who I respected, I thought, and admired, and um, I saw them reading the National Enquirer, and my heart just sunk. And, and I found other ways to to continue to <laughs> the relationship or the friendship. But if I see somebody reading the National Enquirer, um, uh, I I can't believe it. I, I mean, it just seems laughable to me. But that has always been there. It's been around a long time, hasn't it? Really? The, the... Well, when I was in when I was in high school, you know, my, our teachers, uh, you know, taught a unit on on the newspaper on the press of Fourth Estate. I guess nobody remembers it anymore. But they wouldn't even use the names, David. They wouldn't even lower themselves. They just called them generically, quote unquote, the tabloids. And that's the, you know, that's what I took with me. When I wanted to see something, I'd hide it the way I would a pornographic magazine. And now they talk about it like it's a second coming. It just blows me away. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they're, they're, and, and Trump seemed to, well, the, the, the story that went down this week is that uh, in the, in the Cohen case and, and, Really, I think credit should go to Michael Avenatti for um, 
he predicted that this would be Trump's undoing, and and I he delivered on his word. I mean, the Stormy Daniels thing is really the uh, the key to unraveling Trump's corruption. Um, uh, you know, the payments and to this other woman, Susan McDougal. That's a name from Clinton era times, but a uh, different person. But uh, you know uh, what? It sounds like you know Al Capone getting caught for um, uh, uh, tax evasion, but Trump uh, got caught for paying off these these uh, people he had relationships with and campaign violations, and um, that's really what. Uh, Cohen, his personal lawyer, his former lawyer, uh, really uh, sung about to the to the court this week, and um, with the promise of much more to come. Um, uh, so we 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 have a. <laughs> I, 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 it, it's just like a. a uh, you know, if you pull a thread on a sweater and and it just unravels, I think that's. I think we had the first thread pulled this week. And uh, for example, Ray, I, I, I don't know if you knew this, the the New York Attorney General, the she's I guess that's her full title, Barbara Underwood, uh, who took over from um, uh, Schneiderman who was uh, beating up women and uh, just uh, discuss, beating up women while he was uh, professing he was part of the Me Too movement. Um, uh, so there's a new, and she'll only be there till January, Barbara Underwood as attorney general in the state of New York. But she's going after the Trump Foundation, which was a cesspool of uh, operations and illegal payments and I mean, I worked in the foundation world. There are rules. There are strict rules, state rules, government rules about what you can and cannot do with this tax-sheltered uh, money. And Trump, of course, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. They didn't even have a board meeting for 10 years. He put his sons in charge of it, and they're just writing checks here and there to pay off what you know, other others, uh, other uh, porn stars or hookers or I don't even want to demean the women by using those terms. I mean, the, um, the you, you know, they didn't have board meetings, I think I said, and, and those are requirements. You must, must, in foundations, in, in return for getting this protection from, you know, the IRS, you, you have to... You have to have a board of directors. They didn't. You have to meet uh, regularly, quarterly. Um, he didn't do any of that stuff. Are you surprised? So No, I'm not saying. The cliche of nothing surprises me anymore certainly is one of mine. So as a backup, <laughs> in case, well, here's the deal, as I understand it. If the Democrats fail to take back the House, Trump, and here's this is really eye-opening. I don't know if you've heard this right, but if the Democrats fail to take back the House, they, the Republicans will just bury everything. 
Trump will go on a pardon mania rage, just pardon everybody, and he'll look look at what the Senate they say they said nothing all week. Crickets, as they say. Did you hear any Republican senator say anything this week with all this filth coming out? Um, and and no, especially two know, people. You got, you got Susan Collins there, and you know you really uh, have to have respect for her. What a woman! Uh, what a woman! Oh God! I mean, she. I just think she's bordering on incompetent. Um, you know, she's she's buying all the stuff that this guy Kavanaugh. Trump's appointee who shouldn't even see the light of day um, because he's being appointed by a, uh, uh unindicted co-conspirator. But Susan Collins said, oh, he told me that, um, you know, Roe Ro versus Wade is settled law. And um, yeah, yeah. Well, Hitler told Chamberlain a few things in Munich. Um, and I've got some land in Florida and and there's a bridge in Brooklyn that's for sale. I I mean, she's either incompetent or just so naive. And um, and also Rand Paul. Um, there were two senators, Paul and and uh, Lindsey Graham, who 180s, you know, on Trump. And now they seem to be supporting him. And that leads me to believe and others that Putin got to them. And how he got to them, I don't know. But uh, I know Rand Paul was just in Moscow, maybe getting his uh, his orders from uh, Putin. And that is the danger here. I, I don't want to get paranoid, but Ray, what do you think? I, I just, if, if the Democrats don't take over, Putin, who is really in charge, really in power, will execute some kind of um, silent coup or... I mean, I think it's already underway. He's 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 getting uh, the spineless Republican senators to to do nothing and 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 to uh, flip their positions and and become Trump supporters. Uh, what do you think of that, right? Oh, well, there's no denying it. I mean, it's a process, and it's it continues to go on. And you take the emotion out of the equation. I mean, this is a a dead on choreographed plan that Putin has put in motion to divide the country. I call it a, the 2018 version of a civil war. I mean, you just look at the way families are split. You don't have brothers shooting brother, but you have families divided that won't even meet together anymore. Um, it's just the, oh, yeah, know, I, I, the current version of that. Yeah, I learned about uh, on Facebook about some family members, and it just shocked the hell out of me. That uh, uh, how they're supporting uh, Mr. Trump, and I, I, it is a civil war. It's, it's. Uh, I think John Brennan, the, the the former CIA director, said it. You know, Trump is tearing this country apart. Um, you get that on Facebook a lot, don't you? Right. Oh, I do, and I get it. I get it from family. I mean, you were giving that wonderful lead in to my birthday, but there I have first cousins who, you know, absolutely will have nothing to do with me, nor I with them, because as a gay man, a member of the LGBTQ um, plus community, I, they're, 
they're taking dead aim at us, and there's no way I'm going to support those people. And I've given many, many uh, metaphors that indicate, you know, if you're if your child were in the crosshairs, um, you know, we had Lisa Nixon on last week, and, and when she says they're putting together a backup plan to take her gay son out of the country if things go south, um, it's not a joke. Tomorrow we're going to have Joe Lauks on to talk about the perils of the uh, LGBTQ community uh, in this situation. And, you know, I've talked about people, and I don't want to put names out there because they've just been given to me in confidence, but there are over 70 organizations that are holding their breath at this point right in this area uh, as to whether or not they're going to get any grant money or not or whether it's literally going to go to pay for a this <laughs> nebulous wall. And if anybody thinks the decision there is going to be positive for us, then they do need that uh, swamp, <laughs> swamp land you have in Florida because we, we are going to be so belt, pelted and with Pence uh, and restorative reparative therapy and Betsy DeVos and Sessions. I mean, these people are all, um, they're racist to the limits, are homophobes to the nth power, and I don't know how, how seriously you can state it. But I'll tell you, those 70 organizations don't know what they're going to have after uh, November. They have no clue. They don't have the budgets. They have no clue what's going to be left. I have a clue. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I... <laughs> I also got some messages from uh, my high school alumnus alumni, um, and I, I uh, one of one of them was a believe it or not a born again doctor, and uh, he uh, he said he's very fair to all sides. He listens he he listens to the alt right and the alt left. <laughs> <laughs> and when I wrote back to him, I said, there is no such thing as the alt-left, you stupid idiot. <laughs> and and he, he said, I understand that you're gay and that you, you know, I think you've been chosen by God to, to, to carry the cross in this world. I said, thanks a lot. <laughs> I think people have more to do with it than God. I, I, and, and, and don't be so damn patronizing. So I promptly unfriended him, and and uh, but that I mean, so Ray, I was gonna uh, try to read from this article that I saw in the Atlantic magazine, uh, and I can't get to it. Uh, my connection isn't that great. <coughs> Excuse me, but I think I can summarize it. <coughs> the point, the point of the article. Um, excuse me. The point of the article was to uh, <clears throat> discuss why people who uh, support Trump will never ever stop watching Fox and never ever stop supporting him. And I was curious to get your take on this because the article kind of began by saying. Well, on Wednesday, you know, we had all this damning news on Trump and and his henchmen and you know uh, convictions and 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 uh, guilty pleas. And on uh, Wednesday morning, Fox and Friends, that insipid uh, morning show that Trump watches all the time, they led their lead story was about 
the woman who got killed in Iowa by a Mexican immigrant. I think that's the story. And um, yeah, and yeah, Tibbetts I think was the name of the woman. And uh, and and so the writer said, um, you may think that this is a this is just uh, you know more than horrible journalism. It's it's just uh, malpractice. But he said the point of this Atlantic article was that to a Fox viewer, what Trump did in terms of <clears throat> cheating on his wife, uh, having affairs, um, that's not what that's not what the Fox viewer is concerned about. That's not what the Trump voter is concerned about. They mm-hmm. are concerned with uh, Mexicans killing white people. They are concerned with uh, their values, and they consider them upstanding conservative values are to uh, preserve, protect, and defend, and recreate the, the myths of the, the white um, dominated society. And who cares if Trump cheats on women? It's been done forever. And, and and people have been paid off forever. And that's nothing new. But in their world, it's more dangerous to have uh, crazy wild minorities running around and um, disturbing the, 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 the peace. You know, it's like Nixon's... Uh, uh, what did he run on in 68? Besides the Southern strategy, it was uh, um, law and order. He was going to be the law and order president, which is code word for, you know. So what do you think of that point of view? Is that anything new? It struck me as interesting. I thought it was a, a new take on uh, why we're here. Right? Hey. I, th- I think there's some merit there. I really do. I, I mean, it's just so difficult to parse out. It's psychological. It's um, social. It's, but I think when the bo- when it gets to the bottom line, in the end of the day, it's it's pure, you know, attempt to live <clears throat> in the past. I have a great friend who was with us last night. He says he gets so annoyed at this bemoaning of people want to go back to the good old days, and yeah. he, he'll rattle off a, a list of things. The, the the average age at that point, the medicines that weren't there, the procedures that like, go on and right. on and on, and all our creature comforts. They they re, it's revisionary history, which is always my beef. They're, they're, these white old men are are practicing revisionary history, and and that's and Trump brought it. He was their darling. I mean, he's he's the the hero of that yeah. you know behavior. Well, you know, our governor got got kicked around for inartfully. New York Governor Cuomo said this week. Uh, um, I think he he tried to reword it, but he said, "Well, America wasn't that great to begin with." And frankly, I think he's right. I mean, I used to work for a guy who was the head of this foundation, and and generally he was conservative, and he worked for Nixon and. But he was a he was a thinker, and and he said, when was it better in this country? When women couldn't vote, uh, when blacks were were lynched, when when uh, uh, 
you know, uh, when we had a Great Depression that 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 uh, you know stunted the uh, the lives of, of many. When we had a civil war that killed six hundred thousand, when was it better in this country? <laughs> you know, and 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 Cuomo, Governor Cuomo said, you know, I think that's what he meant to say. But of course, Trump and all of his people jumped all over it and said that uh, you know he was a traitor. Um, he, he, you know, this America was great, and you know it's just nonsense, you know. And and I think the good news is that uh, after what what did Jerry Ford say when he got inaugurated in 1974? A long national nightmare is over. I I think we're going to be able to say that in the foreseeable future. Um, I I posted a photo on on Facebook, Ray. I think you commented on it. The picture of the Republicans, uh, Bar- lit by Barry Goldwater, um, going over to see Nixon and tell him, "You got to go." And I don't see anybody now doing that. That is just that that is America not being great. That is. That is the, and I don't even think John McCain would do it. And I, and I know he's on his last legs, but you know, uh, he was very partisan. There's going to be a lot of plaudits for him when he passes, which should be soon. I hate to say, but once you go into hospice, you know, it's just, you just mark time. Um, but, um, uh, there is no there. All we have are Susie Collins and Rand Paul and Lindsey Graham, and they're just hacks, incapable of leadership. No spine makes me speechless. The the you know the the abrogation of a solemn oath. It makes me crazy. When I heard it uh, just makes... Lindsey Graham, when I heard Lindsey Graham speak yesterday, I, I literally just gasped. I mean, I, it's been a vacillation for me back and forth. There was a time I was stupid enough to believe the man had some manhood. That was actually referred to in those words, not quite in those words, but I'm using a euphemism. Uh, and he talked about uh, Spiro Agnew. You know, Maryland, as you mentioned so aptly, is in the top four or five most corrupt states that we have. And at that time in 73, it was probably number one. It was absolutely, there was no secret that. Um, you know, he that Spiro Agnew was on the dole, and he uh, he accepted bags, paper bags full of money, enormous amounts of cash, in the Oval <laughs> Office. The symbolism just was dripping off the walls. And but when they sat down to him, and you know, I was asked by somebody last night, "Is his lawyer still around?" Well, I don't know how old he was in '73, but he was sitting there and quite able to spit out some very colorful language that did not make Joe Scarborough happy. And he doesn't make me happy at the time. But anyway, yeah. uh, you know, he said they, yeah. they sat down Agnew and, and it's just all over. You can Google it. And they laid out what was going to happen if, if he didn't get the hell out of there. And Agnew, you know, <laughs> crooked to the limit. But he, same thing with Nixon. They were pragmatists. He knew that he, it didn't go down to Noah Contandre. And that is a pronunciation. That's one of my friends. <laughs> Tells me it's not. Uh, um, 
that that was that he knew that they had to plead that no contest, which is of course the it's the equivalent of no contest, and he did, and and he walked away, and they, the lawyer was saying if uh, that if Trump had any brains he would do that, but he also said follow up he is incapable simple declarative sentence he is incapable of you know comprehending that so it it will not happen. I mean the smart thing for for Trump, for his sake, forget everybody else for a moment, would be to get his rear end out of there because of his family and you know, everybody connected to him and the concentric circles go on and on. But he doesn't think that way because he doesn't think at all. He's a, a narcissistic sociopath no. and they don't think like pragmatists. Agnew was just a pure, ugly old crook, just like Nixon. I mean, and Nixon had a yeah. brain and Agnew had nothing except alliteration. Nattering name Bob's of uh, Well, Sapphire <laughs> wrote that for Sapphire wrote that for <laughs> Nattering Nabobs of of, of negativism. Negative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I want to. Well, I knew the man. I, I wasn't there at the at this at when he wrote it, but uh, I knew Sapphire. Talk about blind loyalty. I mean, he had a a, a lifelike, larger than life photo of Richard Nixon. Hanging on on his uh, the entrance to his office and uh, you know to to anybody who would listen if you could Sapphire would say well Rich, Nixon did nothing wrong nothing wrong he never Sapphire never understood Watergate like like abuse of power and paying criminals and and and, and defrauding the government oh so anyway anyway. Um, so I wanted to take a break. I wanted to just tell people we have a, a new updated website for uh, our book series, and I really, really invite people to go there. It's www.healingthebrainbooks.com. Um, um, features uh, my newest book, which is on, uh, it's called uh, Healing the Brain, Food and Family. And uh, what I do is uh, I look at the, uh, the family that I grew up with, my family, and uh, discuss, well, how did they eat? What did they eat? And we look at how they lived and how they died and, and, and what we now know about uh, food that they didn't know, I didn't know, uh, things in terms of, uh, you know, the, the fat, the sugar, the salt that we have in fast food and in processed food and you know what causes the the that you know the diabetes ep- epidemic and and the obesity epidemic of course they're related um and my aunt died of alzheimer's and and we now know that there are foods that are better than others to eat the uh, uh, to get rid of uh what's called the free radicals and to uh, uh eliminate or even uh uh, uh, bring the temperature down on the, the plaques and the tangles that cause Alzheimer's and uh, and then I look at addiction um, in the sense that uh, uh, with smoking that basically killed my father uh, from the stroke um, and uh, what we now know about addiction which he didn't know prior to of course the Surgeon General's report in 1963 um, and um, so 
I cover it all. I think it's interesting reading. I had I had a great review this week. Uh, a woman said this is a book that wraps its hands around you and, and gives you a warmth of uh, really what I, uh, I mean, wasn't a, a, an easy path to growing up, but we had a large extended family in Yonkers, New York, and uh, I try to uh, remember the, the good times and, and, um, and how they could have uh, been extended. But um, so please, everybody, go to www.healingthebrainbooks.com. We have videos now. Um, I've, uh, we have uh, short videos on addiction, on uh, uh, LGBTQ stress and uh, memory. And these feature, um, like Judy Collins is is in in one of the videos talking about her alcoholism, her depression, and then the suicide that that happened uh, of her son. Um, it's um, it's great stuff. We filmed it uh, last summer, and now we have it available on our website. So please, please take a look. www.healingthebrainbooks.com and the videos are free, and the sample is, is there, free, free to download. So healingthebrainbooks.com. Okay, Ray, in a few minutes we have left. How would you like to have a gay president in 2020? Uh, nothing to be better, as long as it's not James Buchanan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is something I've, I've sort of been following a little bit, and... Uh, you know, cautiously optimistic that that it will come to pass. But I do believe the man is going to run. His name is <laughs> hard to pronounce, but uh, Pete Buttigieg is the mayor of the the city of um, uh, South Bend, Indiana, where Notre Dame University is, or University of Notre Dame, and. Buttigieg, or as they call him, Mayor Pete, <laughs> to, to make it, uh, his name is very, is, uh, his parents are from Malta. Anyway, he is on Obama's, I would say, top five candidates he would like to see run in 2020. And Buttigieg is uh, one, not in order of importance, but right, uh, easy on the eye, very easy on the eye, uh, openly gay got married last summer, uh, a Rhodes Scholar, Harvard grad, uh, two-term mayor of this town of South Bend. He's uh, 37 years old, 37, and uh, highly respected, very bright. He ran for Democratic National uh, Chairman, uh, I believe last year or two years ago. Um, and he withdrew um, in favor of the status quo. But um, fascinating, fascinating guy. He's been making the rounds. He's been on uh, late night TV. He's been on CNN. Um, and he's got some really great ideas that I think will, uh, they're very progressive, but practical. Um, he, um, Interesting. I, I, I just found it and I said, um, he's practically admitted he's, 
he is going to run, and the reason is he's in Indiana, and there's no way up. There's, he said he doesn't want to uh, be a backbencher in Congress, so he doesn't want to run for Congress. And it's such a Republican state that he really he lost the statewide election for uh, like treasurer a few years ago. And Indiana is such a Republican state that they, Dave, David Axelrod, who was uh, Obama's uh, uh, political uh, mentor, uh, is also advising uh, Mayor Pete, and he, he is encouraging him to break out. Just, just do it like Obama did. Obama was in his 40s, I believe, when he started, when he announced for president. And Axelrod's thinking is, um, it's never too early to run for president, but it can be too late. So he, um, it, it's, I mean, I would uh, get on this guy's bandwagon right away. Uh, he's, a, he's also a military vet. I, I mean, he served in Afghanistan for a year and um, seems to check all the boxes. Um, and he's deadly serious. Uh, you know, they, he, he, he hasn't announced yet. I think there are campaign finance reasons for that. But uh, he's hired staff. He's done the trips to Iowa and all the early states. And, uh, Ray, I, I encourage you to... Uh, Learn more about this fellow. He's, uh, um, wouldn't that be a refreshing change from status quo? Talk about an adjustment and <laughs> much needed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. they love him. They love him in this, this fairly conservative town in South Bend in Indiana. He won election and re-election, I think he won re-election by 70 points, something like that. Wow. And he's he he's uh, got a he's uh, enacting a plan. It sounds pretty practical. I mean, South Bend was a Rust Belt town. He said it was a a company town that lost its company. They used to make Studebakers there. Ray, you know cars, don't you? you, you wow. Well, you yes, do. I do. What a, I taught the grandson I, of, of Ray Lowy that started the Studebaker. He designed it. So, yeah, I'm very aware oh. of the Studebaker. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Well, apparently they were made solely in uh, South Bend, Indiana. And in the 60s, they stopped making them. I, I, in my lifetime, I don't remember Studebaker. Uh, I know the name. Do you remember the Studebaker but, Lark, the small Studebaker? Oh, that I remember, yeah. 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 Well, anyway, what he's done is he's, you know, like in, Detroit, in what Henry Ford built in, uh, what's the town, River Rouge in, in Michigan. Um, yeah. Studebaker had a huge, huge plant, and, uh, um, and uh, Mayor Pete has uh, uh, re- I mean, the building was still there, and he retrofitted it, and they they're they're now focusing on small tech businesses, and um, something along the lines of what I'm trying to do is uh, online publishing, um, which believe it or not creates a few jobs, 
if I could sell more books, I'd create even more jobs. But um, he has uh, uh, population has has come back in the town. He's 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 his his message seems to be what people don't have is hope, and and they need a practical reason to have hope. And um, he's very well liked out there. And uh, I would uh, there are a couple of candidates that have intrigued me. Uh, I saw Eric Holder, he, Obama's former attorney general. He looks like he's going to run. Um, and, uh, of course, Joe Biden. Um, uh, and, uh, unfortunately, uh, sorry to disappoint people, but Bernie Sanders. And um, I just, uh, what this guy, uh, Mayor Pete, says is that, uh, uh, things will clear up quickly after the midterms because um, either Trump will uh, be entrenched and fortified, but if the Democrats can at least take the House, then the games the game changes. And uh, um, uh, we can uh, start focusing on getting Trump out. And... Um, so uh, I thought that was good news, and uh, I, I I'm really impressed by this by this guy. And of, of course, I would love to see a gay president, and 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 of course, it would be difficult um, in ways. But he seems to have navigated at least uh, uh, a path in Indiana, which is a very red state, um, and. Uh, it would uh it just might happen i don't know i just have a gut feeling but uh this is a um i mean look at we had our first african american president that came out of nowhere and i think people there may just be a great um <laughs> uh, purging of 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 this fever that we've you know that somehow got trump in there and uh I don't know. What do you think, Ray? Is something radical like that in the realm of possibility? Well, President Obama followed a wildly unpopular at the time, uh, George W. Bush, so there's a parallel there. And it's certainly time for a catharsis. So I, 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 yeah. I don't have the optimism you have, but I certainly have the desire. Okay. Well, Ray, we, I've run up against the clock. I've run over. We're going to get cut off any second. Thank you for everything. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Happy birthday, Ray. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.